What up? Hey y'all. It's your boys. It's your young Denzito and young Chet. Chetarino, baby. What's going on, gang? How you guys doing? Everyone having a good day? I Apologies hope I- if I'm uh, a little extra bassy today because uh, I've been drinking and yelling all fucking weekend and that includes Memorial Day and I just got back so uh, my throat's a little a little raw. Yeah, it is from all that dick you were sucking over the weekend. Hey, come as great lubricant if you have a sore throat. Don't knock it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's terrifying. Anytime a girl like around me i'm like hey you know what's a great solution to that not sucking as much dick or sucking more dick sucking more dick (laughs) (laughs) okay okay i'm uh i get invited to parties a lot (laughs) yeah yeah you do yeah especially ones where dudes are nude or whatever (laughs) real 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 strange parties yeah they're good parties good yeah good all right just a few announcements to get off the top there's now a Facebook group. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours podcast. For some reason, Real Nerd Hours was already taken. All right. It was real strange. And when I tried to visit it, it was just dead. It was a dead link. Huh. It was really fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe someone was squatting it and was hoping that you would like contact them and be like, yes, I'll sell it to you for a thousand dollars. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. I, well, I certainly hope that's not the case. Yeah, really? <laughs> the The website is now up to date again, realnerdhours.com. We, I mean, you can go there if you want. The episodes are just posted on there, and there are a few helpful links. The RSS feed can be found there. You know where else the RSS feed can be found? Where is that? The Reddit, realnerdhours.reddit.com. Hit that subscribe button, baby. Yep. You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pod, some Pocket Cast, Pod something. <laughs> there are a lot of platforms we're on. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, feel free to uh, drop us a review. We love it. Yeah. We're not going to promise you stickers or anything. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to lie to you. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to do that. We're also, do uh, that. just a quick disclaimer. We're likely going to lie to you at some point on this show. Oh, we weren't just lying this entire time. Uh, I mean, we are. <laughs> we are on Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. That's true. All right. Chat. One thing that I'm going to introduce and shout out to you, Mike or Al, if you're listening. This is what's going to be called in the wrestling world. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, but we're calling it out on ourselves. So is it- Yeah, we're stealing this idea from Al and Mike of the Virtual Pros podcast. If you haven't listened to them yet, I recommend you go listen. It's a good podcast. They're funny guys. Yeah, definitely. And recently, they just did a Super Shame Cup, which was a tournament of all the really gross, annoying things that wrestling fans do. <laughs> and We're talking the best of the worst here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Chet and I have decided to steal that idea. We're, we don't know what we're going to call it yet because, of course, we don't. <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Plans things. It's, it, we're doing the same thing. We're going to be soliciting entrance from you guys via hopefully the reddit yeah that seems like the most appropriate place for it yeah might also source some things through twitter but that gets a little messier because you only got 140 characters you get lost in the sauce as well on twitter yeah my mentions are on fucking fire (sighs) 
especially whenever I issue a hot take. Oh man, I believe. God it. damn. But that doesn't happen that frequently anymore. I, I self-censor on Twitter <laughs> because I have people following me now. I can't just pop off with that crazy shit on oh, Twitter. Yeah. I used to be wilding on Twitter. If you dig up some of my old mentions or some of my old tweets, um, it's, yeah. fu- it'll be fucking quiet I mean, for you me. were just slandering Jay-Z like today. He's overrated. Well, there you go. He's fucking overrated. I don't care who hears me. <laughs> I'll climb to the top of the Himalayas and scream it. There you go. I mean... No, we've already talked about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. We have. So if you guys have any suggestions, such as dudes who hit up cosplay girls Oof. to try to fuck them, <laughs> or maybe even dudes who want to buy their panties, Oof. or here's another one, fan art guys who draw fan art of people, like real, real life people. people in some terrible situations yeah or just people who draw fine art of people in general bad yeah. fan art oh, what or about good fanfic writers fanfic writers for Jesus real Christ. people yeah oh god yeah yeah a lot mm. of sadness going on there yeah you gotta dive deep you know think of the weirdest person you know and think of the weirdest thing that they do there's probably a community for it and it can be part of this cup yeah thirsty dudes oof I mean, that's everywhere. That's not nerd centric. That's <laughs> people who evangelize Star Wars. Ugh. People who are staunchly Marvel or DC. Either way. Oh God, yeah. If you if you have gotten if you've lost friends because one of them prefers Marvel over DC or vice versa. Oh man, you need to reevaluate some things. Yeah, you definitely do. So if you if you have any ideas along that nature, we'll put them all together in a tournament style thing and we'll do it in about 3 weeks. Yeah. It'll and be I, a good time. And I'm going to say keep this really broad for nerd culture in general. You know, it doesn't have to be specifically anime conventions or uh comic book stuff. If you can think of something that's just nerdy, just throw it out there, and if no one likes it, then whatever. It's not going in. Yeah. Shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot shoot your shot all day, baby. Baby. All right, chat. Anime roundup time. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right. You see any anime while you were at this anime convention? No, but I was recommended a lot of different things. Like what? I had a lot of people tell me to read to, or to watch Tatami Galaxy. Tatami Galaxy. It's a pretty out there anime i don't remember exactly what it's about but i know it's uh psychological sci-fi kind of weirdness my girlfriend loves it and she's recommended it to me before but i had i think four different people on four different occasions tell me yo you gotta check this out i think it's a conspiracy started by her but whatever i'll do it (laughs) what else anything else oh there was another one oh i definitely need to catch up on the berserk manga because if you haven't seen the Berserk anime that is ongoing, they're getting even worse with their quality. Yeah, I saw that gif that was floating around <laughs> yeah. of Guts walking away. <laughs> there's there's a gif from the, the new show, and it's literally like someone took a cutout of a 3D model and just like bounced it around the screen, like pretending like, oh, this is Guts walking. Yeah, there's no pre-motion or anything. <laughs> no, like you can see some of his arm. And his arm doesn't move at all. <laughs> it's amazing. Nothing else? I'm sure there's others, but the alcohol is blocking it at the moment. Fuck them. 
There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So somebody recommended to me that I watch Fate's Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Okay, yeah. And that's because apparently of the entire series, that's the one with the highest budget. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. And I really fucked with the animation on that show. Okay. The animation was fucking incredible, especially during all the fight scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. They do this thing where some of the characters are CG and it's you can kind of tell that they're CG, mm-hmm. but everything is shaded the same. So everybody, it, it all looks really in place in the Interesting. world. It, that, so is it kind of like how Guilty Gear does it in the new one? Yeah, yeah. In okay, because they yeah. did a really good job with that. Yeah, it was fantastic. So seeing some of the characters and stuff and the fight scenes are really great as well. But I will say... It's 26 episodes, and it's way <laughs> too much anime for me. It's, it's very much so stereotypical anime. Gotcha. The kids are in fucking middle school. Why, why wouldn't they be? Right? They, they can't just be normal fucking adults. I don't know. One girl refuses to kill one boy because she, he's weak and pathetic, and she's just mean all the time. <laughs> It's really, I, and there are a lot of anime tropes that I really hate. And I feel like this show has them all with the exception of the extreme, like sex appeal uh-huh. thing. It, they're not sexualizing middle schoolers, sure. which is really good in my opinion. Yeah. It's like a first. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's the worst part about anime. You watch anime and like they start sexualizing these kids and it's like, Dog, you should have just made them adults and this wouldn't be so fucking weird. Right. You have these characters that are supposed to be like professionals and then they get all sexy. And it's like, you know, this wouldn't be an issue if these people were 24. Yeah. But because they're 13. Now, this is really weird for all of us. Yeah. This is really fucking weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This fucking 12-year-old girl has has triple Gs. I mean, yeah. It, haven't you seen a Japanese schoolgirl? Yeah. They all have huge tits. Come on, guys. Duh. And, of course, you can see the camel toe through everything they wear, even a burka. <laughs> Jeez. When, that, when the breeze blows just right, you can see both lips. Like, mm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Another thing it. that I watched, speaking of CG, was Blame. It's a new Netflix original. Uh-huh. I have not heard of this. Me neither. I just caught it. I thought it was interesting. All right. It was cool. It's about people who live in like an, a subterranean world after the machines take over the, the planet. So it's basically like the Matrix without the Matrix. Sure. Plus more technology. And I thought it was pretty cool. It was all CG. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I can call that anime anymore. I mean, they, they look like anime characters. Yeah, actually, I had a. <laughs> I was asked to buy my my Uber driver after I just got back from Fanime yesterday. He asked me like, "What's the definition of anime?" And I kind of well, he was like, "Is it just like the the Japanese stuff?" And I'm like, "I mean, it's, it's to just, some people, it's <laughs> just the Japanese stuff that's made in Korea." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's really hard to define it because you know there was the question about is Avatar the Last Airbender is that anime, and it's not Japanese, but I mean it's there's an animator that I follow and I'm sure I've said this before, but mm-hmm. he talks about anime a lot because he loves anime and he works in anime, 
And he says anime is a medium less so than it is a style. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, it makes sense for something like Avatar or Korra to be anime. Right. Less so than saying, oh, Powerpuff Girls is anime or uh, Adventure Time is anime. Or Or like even Teen Teen Titans Go. Or even Teen Titans Go. I would say... (sighs) Teen Titans Go is like on the edge. Right. But it's it's got that cheap veneer that you can tell this was stylized by Americans. Yeah. Like this is you can you can look at it. If you've seen enough anime, you can tell which ones are have a lot of American influence and which ones don't. Yeah, no, it's pretty true. And that actually also there is a kind of approach toward storytelling in Japan that sometimes doesn't really translate all that well for Americans, but then there's certain shows that actually take a more American approach. So they don't do well in Japan. Like I just recently learned that Nichijo bombed in Japan, but it's very well received in the United States and just in overseas in general, because it's, it's a slice of life anime, but it's really just out there and wacky and they don't explain shit. That's excellent. Yeah. That's that's my least favorite part about anime. And you saw a lot of that shit in Unlimited Blade Works where they would explain everything. Yeah. It's so <laughs> stupid. Who likes this? I, apparently, that's what the Japanese audiences go toward. I'm sorry if I'm uh, stereotyping. stereotyping. Thank you. Generalizing was the word I was looking oh, for. Oh, generalizing. Yeah. There we go. But they just want things more explained a little bit more softballed just to like really be sure that everyone's on the same page. Whereas Western writers are more willing to take huge risks, especially in comedy where if you don't get the joke, don't worry, there's another one coming. But if you get the joke, you got it. You know, and Nietzsche Joe took that approach and it fucking bombed, but it killed it over overseas. I would watch it, but fuck slice of life i really only watch action stuff yeah i'm really not much a fan of slice of life i did enjoy that one because it's totally episodic like you don't need to watch him in chronological order at all and it's a comedy so i could just pick it up watch an episode or even like half an episode and then just move on not touch it again for six months and we're good See, I'm the opposite. I prefer something serialized. Fair enough. That's why I don't really <laughs> fuck with sitcoms like that. Yeah. There are some that are really fun to watch, but I prefer a contiguous story. I, I can accept that. Yeah. I like both, but for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, even though one of my favorites isn't necessarily one through line story, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. A really good example of great episodic work. Yeah. God damn. I think that's one of the reasons why I like anime so much because I have a sci-fi boner. Mm -hmm. I was watching Cowboy Bebop because I own them on Blu-ray. And I was just like, yo, this this world is fucking great. It looks lived in. It's the perfect (laughs) representation of cyberpunk in my mind. And uh, what I appreciate about Cowboy Bebop is, like you said, it looks lived in where it's yeah, okay, there's space travel and we're on Mars and Jupiter and whatever. And no one really makes a big deal of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just headed to this other planet. Let's go. Oh, there's traffic in the galactic <laughs> freeway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The last thing that I watched was Macross Plus. Mm-hmm. Wasn't feeling it. Oh, well. <laughs> it was. I mean, like, it was cool, but I felt like it was too dramatic mm. for me. And mm, 
the love the love triangle that was in there i was just like uh like if these dudes really hated each other as much as they did they would have fucking killed each other <laughs> damn like they did i don't know i don't know those two dudes fucking hated each other i kind of can't stand love triangles and storytelling in the first place because i feel like it's almost never realistic no i, I can't think of any that i think is a representation of a real relationship. Actually, that's not 100% true, but they're hardly characterized as love triangles in that case. Uh, Kids on the Slope, what we talked about a couple weeks ago, they did a really good job with that, but it barely felt like a love triangle, which was more realistic. Like, it wasn't this big dramatic thing, you know? Yeah, I don't know. As somebody who was recently involved in a love triangle, in my mind <laughs> it's not exactly how i thought it would go when i see a love triangle depicted in media to me it seems like there would be a lot more unanswered text messages and just like <laughs> people low-key ignoring each other until you get to see each other face to face and yeah. then like you're trying to fuck real bad yeah and then if the other person's in the room one person's not talking because they know to be low key. Yeah, and there's I I've never experienced the the situation where nobody's low key about it. Yeah, it's never a dramatic thing. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but like yeah, for stupid people, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never I've never witnessed someone getting into a fist fight until it's like one person's already dating and then the other dude just slides in there yeah yeah like when that happens yeah it gets violent but if it's two people just pining after the same person it's usually pretty civil and like real subtle yeah yeah god damn <laughs> <laughs> holy shit something like hey man why you always invite that nigga over i'm just you know like yeah why i don't really fuck with him that much like, why is he always over here what's <laughs> what like what about him you can't you can't be out here in 2017 questioning chicks like that though nah. you can't it's like well respect my agency yeah it's like, all right all right all right i mean like you can ask him oh fuck man there's so much there's thirst politics now you can't you can't be out here letting people know that you're actually interested oh god damn i will get into this i will get the fuck into this god damn it i'm making some blood boil real quick yeah i am so fucking annoyed all right moving on from anime oh i did watch dominion tank police but i forgot about it so that I mean, it, it didn't stick. I'll, I'll try to watch it again. Uh, I, there, I think it's a four episode OVA, oh, something like bad. that. Uh, I'll get back to it because I watched the first episode and completely forgot about it. <laughs> I watched it two weeks ago, though. Gotcha. Now, movies. 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 You see anything? Not we, since Guardians. Okay. Did we talk about? Did we talk about Alien Covenant? We mentioned it on the. Oh, we said we were going to talk about it okay. on the bonus episode. Okay. All right. So tell right. us, tell cool, us cool, your cool. thoughts on Alien. Okay. <laughs> this is easily one of the worst movies that I've ever fucking seen in my life. <laughs> it's very pretty to look at. Okay. It's shot beautifully. Okay. The acting is all right, but the story makes no fucking sense the entire way through. All right. So spoilers just spoilers okay you'll we'll be talking about this for a short period of time so i mean if you don't want to hear spoilers just skip ahead maybe three minutes something like that all right i'm just gonna rant 
one of the biggest issues that I have with this fucking movie is that there's a the movie starts out where something goes wrong. And as something went wrong, they came back into the ship. They got a transmission from somebody. So my biggest issue was once the original captain had died, played by James Franco, the second camp captain, uh, I think it's Billy Crudup. Crudup. I don't know. know He plays Dr. Manhattan, I think. Oh, okay. So as soon as the second captain comes along, he makes the decision to fly off to this other planet where the transmission is coming from. Okay. And I was just like, why in the fuck would you do this? <laughs> why would you why would you deviate from your plan? Yeah, so what? You don't want to sit on the ship for seven years when you could be somewhere in a week. But that other place that you were looking at was a pretty alright. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. Mm. You know what I mean? I see. It's it's. I was just like, why why would you even make this decision? And this is a, when people when people go online and rants about toxic masculinity and shit. <laughs> this is this is the shit they're talking about. Shit in movies, not shit that actually happens in real life. Because this dude risked the lives of everybody on his ship. Yeah. For what? Just just to prove that he's the man. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Look at me. I am the captain, captain now. No. I was just like, yo, this is stupid. And then once they touched down on the planet, they weren't wearing any like exosuits. Mm. They weren't wearing helmets or anything like that. They just went down and was just like, oh, the air on this planet is breathable. Oh, it looks just like Earth. Oh, we don't need to wear any actual suits or anything. I was just like, dude, how the fuck did you go from Prometheus where <laughs> even, even once they got inside the little capsule thing, People were just like, dog, don't take off your fucking helmet. Right. Don't take off your helmet. Yeah. And then he takes off his helmet. And then, of course, he shouldn't have. But right. realistically, you wouldn't do that. No. But in this movie, they just don't. They just say, fuck it. We're That's, done with this. That is bizarre. Yeah. It was that, so that is an stupid. odd turn for them to make. Yeah. The entire movie from there just spirals into stupidity. It's just dumb decision after dumb decision after dumb decision. And surprise, not surprisingly, I yeah. guess, Red Letter Media does a really good job of questioning what's going on in the movie. Mm-hmm. They have a video where it's called Red Letter Media Discusses Alien Covenant. And they ask a bunch of really fucking good questions. <laughs> really good ones. Goddamn. Oh, well. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't plan on watching it, Chet. I don't really care about spoilers anyway. Okay. So the ending also pissed me off well, a lot. Yeah. I fucking hated the ending. <laughs> I really, I really genuinely did. Oh. I was just like, Oh, okay. So this entire story didn't have to happen for any reason. And it wasn't even like a plot by the, by the evil doer mm-hmm. in the movie, the antagonist to draw them to the planet. It was, it just happened. Wow, all right. <laughs> it was so stupid. I fucking hate that movie. Well, anyway, another movie that I watched was Get Out. Oh, yes. Have you seen that? I've seen it twice, and I plan on a third very soon. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. It's really fucking good. Uh, spoilers for Get Out as well, if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, just go watch it. And yeah. Just stop what you're doing, watch the movie, then come back. It's really good. There there will be light spoilers here. I, there's nothing about the movie that really bothered me. I really liked that the pacing was slower. Mm-hmm. It wasn't 
throughout the entire movie where something had to happen every few yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that in a lot of movies. I think my go-to praise for that movie was that the main character felt very real. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. This, If you were in his situation, you're likely going to handle it the same way. Yeah. Because, like... Without really spoiling anything, a large part of the conflict is that he's just not trying to make waves. Like, he just wants to be comfortable here. He doesn't want to, like, be weird. He's just meeting her family. He's like, come on. Yep. 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 Oh, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) That part at the uh, little luncheon thing that they had. Yep. Where all the white people were saying the crazy out-of-pocket shit to him. God. I was just like, yo, yo. You can can tell that Jordan Peele has actually lived this shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I I was sitting there, and I was just like, yo, I have heard some variation of everything these people have said. It's so fucking real. Like, that scene just got me. Because, like... Okay, so if if you if you are not a minority in the United States, you may have never experienced where you're meeting say a dozen people and you just got a dozen different questions about what it's like to be your race. Yeah, yep. It or is, what are you? Yeah, oh god. Or where are you from? It is insane. Or how did you feel when Obama won? Yeah, like you would not be asking this question to a white person. No, you wouldn't. You fucking wouldn't. I don't even really mind the questions, but when you like kind of hold a magnifying glass to it, it's like, oh, this shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. The one what gave it away for me, like who the antagonist was or how he ended up there. Yeah. I fucking as soon as. All right. Here's here's for real spoilers right here for real spoilers. Like when Rose was fucking like oh when she came into the room and she was like you left me out there what's the deal yeah like oh bitch i know i know it's you i know you're (laughs) fucking behind it and she was like fake looking for the keys the entire time i would have beat the shit out of that bitch i would have beat the brakes off of her and fucking took the 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 ending was so rewarding to me i was just like finally yeah fucking finally this is great i yes I think the part where I'm just like, oh, I, this this my movie, the knife, and he's just like, nah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was so amped about that. Yeah, I was just like, please, just fuck, yes, going to fucking God. spree. He, he he knew Jordan Peele knew exactly what people wanted to see. Yeah, because it's so often in horror movies, and in as an example, Alien Covenant, because hey. it's not really a sci-fi movie; it's a fucking horror movie. Mm. Uh, quote unquote horror. It's not very. There's no tension in it. Oh, well. God damn! I, that fucking pissed me off so bad. What I really enjoyed about this movie was the payoff at the end. Mm-hmm. And you saw something like this in Alien Covenant, except it went the opposite direction, oh, where wow. the hero gets out or the the protagonist gets out. Yeah, and he makes it home. Right. He, right. It's ostensibly, ostensibly, he makes it home. Sure. Where. In Alien Covenant, the villain gets away with exactly what they want. Oh, yeah. It's just like, man. I mean, a lot of horror movies do pull that card where it's like, oh, there is no happy ending here. Yeah. And I fucking hate that. I think it works in some cases, but... In a lot of cases, yeah, a lot of times it really doesn't. It's got to be, it's got to be really fucking good in order for me to be like, oh, cool, the villain got away. Yeah, like I saw this movie <laughs> hella years ago called Funny Games. 
Never even heard of it. And it's basically, it's not funny, and there are no games involved. Well, you know, misleading titles. Yeah, and essentially it's about two dudes who go into a wealthy neighborhood and just basically murder a family. Oh, it sounds like a fun game. Yeah, right. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, I was just like, what was the point of that movie? <laughs> there was no overcoming of anything in that movie. It was just a dour, bleak look at what it would be like for two dudes to barge into your house and murder your family. Okay, excellent. I like it's, it. Okay, cool. What's the point of that? Yeah. And there's no hope or anything. Not to say that every movie needs hope or oh, sure. a happy ending or anything like that. Because I don't mind not having a happy ending. Sure, sometimes that's just not realistic. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, making it feel like everything has been resolved is is a good way to start. Right. And the ending of Get Out, definitely, I was just like, hell yeah. yeah. This has been resolved. Now, there is a an alternate ending. Did you see it? No. And I, I, I'm going to look for it because it is on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. with the alternate ending. I think you can choose. And there are certainly many ways you could go with an alternate ending to that movie because it really depends on just where you start mm-hmm. the, the change. So, yeah, I'm really curious about that. I read about three alternate endings. Uh-huh. One that was written, one that was shot, and one that they thought about doing. Okay. And the one I'm pretty sure I'm familiar with, the one that was shot, I don't I don't remember which one it was, but none of them really impressed me outside of like I knew what the ending was already. Sure. But I and the other the alternate ending I was just like, oh, well it's good that they didn't use that. Yeah, well <laughs> or eh, that would have been all right. I, I feel like having it not have a happy or at least a resolved ending would be really unsatisfying. Yeah. I would have been pissed as soon as I left the movie, just like I left uh, alien covenant because basically they just set themselves up for another sequel. And that's something else that I fucking hate when they when movies set themselves up. So, so presumptuous of them to assume that they're getting another sequel that they don't even fucking resolve the story. The alien covenant felt like, a filler episode in a longer series, right? It's just like, like, why the fuck? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Red Letter Media again does a really good job of tearing it down, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, go check them out. Yeah, I'll put a link in the uh, show notes for the episode. Yeah. And by the way, people, there are show notes. Uh, <laughs> if you if you're really fucking with it. Just look at them. I don't know. They're on the website. They're on the SoundCloud description. They're on a lot of things. Sure. I mean, basically anywhere where the show is posted, it'll have the show notes accompanying them. Yeah, you got your useful links going so you can understand all of these weird references we make sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes, I mean, at least in the early episodes, there wasn't much there. Mm -hmm. There was a description of what we talk about and then our social media links. But now since I want to say episode 15 or 16, mm-hmm. I've been filling them out with a lot of links and stuff. Although you could just Google half the stuff that I put in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's usually what I do if I'm listening to a podcast and they're like, the fuck is they talk? Just, yeah, just Google it. Just Google yeah, it. Fair enough. Because they're, I mean, we're not doing anything fact based, so it's not, it's not like we need a bunch of the stories that we talk about right. to end up in the show notes or, and I'm not writing a novel every time I release a show in relation to what's talked about on the show. 
I don't know how Dick does it on the Dick show every week. The in the notes that he puts with the show, it's like a fucking novel. Jeez, they're they're funny too. Well, he's not working it full-time yeah yeah i mean he does he actually runs a company full-time oh geez <laughs> oh good for him yeah yeah <laughs> so shit man i guess that guy's something else you want to talk about your experience up in uh san jose gay san jose gays land of gay hose yeah so i went to fanime this past weekend i didn't talk about it on the show so if anyone was there in attendance y'all probably didn't know about it and i didn't say and see none y'all so <laughs> uh yeah i gotta say this was one of the best cons i've been to in a while i've been to fanime in the past and last year the hotel staff was the word used was nazi <laughs> <laughs> Where they were just cracking down on any room parties. And, you know, I, I can understand for hotel staff from their standpoint. Like, I definitely understand why they would want to crack down on parties, especially if they're receiving noise complaints from people who aren't attending the convention or, you know, families where they're going to bed early, they have kids, etc. But from a partier standpoint, fuck them. I'm doing my thing. You know why we're here. Yeah. You know, we clean up after ourselves. A lot of people don't, but we do. So fuck them. Yeah. And another thing is they, the entire hotel is booked out by groups of people who want to come and drink. Yeah. Or a lot of a, like a, a, a 50, pretty good portion. It's, it's either 50% or it's like 75, 25. It's a pretty sizable portion. Most of the families who come by are local. So they're coming for the day and then going home yeah or they're staying somewhere that's further away that's a little bit more family friendly if yeah. you're staying at one of the main con hotels there's a good chance you've been doing this for a bit and you should be used to this by now yep but this year not really any of that happened like on day zero that's basically the day before the con starts we did we did get some word that parties were getting rolled or like there were more noise complaints coming out. We actually got a noise complaint. We only had like seven people in the room just kind of chilling. But rumor had it that the woman right next to us was elderly and curmudgeonly. <laughs> but then the rest of the con, we were fucking raging and no one had an issue. So yeah, it was fucking sweet. I, uh, I donned a cosplay for one day. It was the wrestler from Rhythm Heaven. If you're not familiar with Rhythm Heaven, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> we had a whole four people recognize us. It was me and my girlfriend. And uh, then we blew up on social media. So, yeah. you know, it happens. Your boy goes viral every once in a while. <laughs> Even though I'm not fucking tagged in it at all, there's no evidence that this is me. I'm also wearing a mask. So unless you know my girlfriend who posted it, she's way bigger on Twitter than I am. So unless you know that that's me under the mask, there's no evidence of it being me. That's some shit. <laughs> that's some shit. But I did get tagged in other posts, but specifically the one that blew up. No. No, that sucks. No, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need my credit. There was a lot of cocaine being done at that, at that con. Not by me. Your boy keeps his nose clean. But yeah, there was a lot of coke. There was a room that a friend of mine was saying in 
that the substances that are probably ground up into their carpet in, are include, but not limited to, marijuana, alcohol, cocaine, shrooms, LSD. And I, I feel like there's something else that was probably floating around. But yeah, that was all, <laughs> <laughs> all in one room. And uh, hey, what a fucking surprise. Some people came in there and stole some stuff out of that room. Oh, jeez. Inviting drug addicts into your ho- private hotel room where your stuff is out and about. Oh, what a shocker. Yeah. Sorry you have a bad choice of friends. Yeah, that's real stupid. Yeah. Didn't Lacan make a like an iOS press release where they basically said, if you're drunk in, in the convention area or high on anything in the convention area, we're going to have you arrested or something like that? Yes, and that it was true. Oh, geez. So uh, this was specifically Sunday night. So it was basically the last night of the con. So everyone was just like, yo, we still got alcohol left. Time to drain it. People were, were just getting fucking buck wild in the con lobby. So it's basically the way the con is set up. There's four hotels that are really close by and then like 10 other ones that are much farther. And everyone just kind of congregates in the lobby of the convention center where it's basically more of a neutral ground and you're not going to get noise complaints. And I guess people were bringing out bottles and shit similar to what happened to ALA. And convention staff, if you if you had a badge on you, you had your badge taken and I think you're banned for a year. So you can't buy a badge the next year. And if you didn't have a badge on you, then you're considered trespassing, intoxicated in public. And uh, and if you had something on you, then you're also carrying alcohol in public. So you were going to the drunk tank at the very least. I saw cops around. I didn't actually see anyone in cuffs, but I know they were at least taking badges. Okay. So, uh, yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. Fuck them. I mean. Fuck them. It's in their legal right, but. Yeah, but fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but fuck them anyway. It's like, yo, like, yeah, yeah, sure. You can do that. You're completely entitled to do that as a convention. But when you're. God, they fucked people so bad this year, last year. And not to say that justifies, like, getting drunk and fucking up their stuff. Yeah. But they fucked people so badly. And it's kind of just like, let people come here and unwind. If you're not, if they're not actually making any damage in any of these places, granted, I don't know what their contracts are like for the hotels. But if they're not making it causing any trouble, essentially, if they're not causing any trouble, then why not let them fucking have their fun? Don't bring out full bottles of alcohol and shit. But if you're drunk, it's not going to be a problem. But if you're too drunk, it will be. Yeah. Now, that's coming from somebody who drinks and then goes out in public a lot or drinks (laughs) in public a lot. Yeah. I put wine in a in a Diet Coke can. So (laughs) doing that always sunny shit. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Shout out Harris. Yeah. (laughs) But have you ever broken shit? Have you ever sexually assaulted someone? You know, you you keep it cool. There's a lot of kids out there that, you know, are 21 and under. Ah, Yeah, that's true. That are just out here doing some wild shit. They can't handle their liquor and then they start throwing up all over the place or they have to go get their stomach pumped. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I've seen multiple people like carried out on stretchers. Yeah. All right. Touche. Fanime. All right. I I retract my statement. (laughs) Yeah. Which brings me to another point. I may have 
taking a small sip of something that was laced. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> laced with what? Ecstasy. Hey. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> was it ecstasy and Viagra? I, my dick wasn't hard. Mm, yeah, right. I know. Shame. Yep. No, I was drinking pretty hard this night. This was Saturday night and we were doing lobby con. Same, same deal. This was also the hardest I went, but I was, I was sobering up at this point. This was like toward the end of the night. So I was drinking water and I was handing that out to people just like, Hey, Hey, take some of this. And they're like, Oh, what is it? It's water, water, water. Yeah. And then they drink it and it's actually water. And uh, <laughs> so I, I did that to someone and he hands me his water bottle, but it's clearly not actually water. So I just take a little sip. It tastes real weird and instantly flips my stomach. Ooh. Like, uh, so I go outside. I puke a little bit because it just wasn't happening. But then I told someone about that and they're like, oh, this guy did gave that to you. It was probably laced. I'm like, fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you don't take a piss test anytime soon. I know. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, and people say they can't trust the drinks that I hand them. I, Jeez. I barely knew this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Going back to what I said, I would talk about later in the episode, right? There's a, where you can't be upfront with people about anything anymore. Yeah. You can't just tell them how you feel. You can't be out here saying like, yo, like realistically speaking, I know you want to fuck. I want to fuck. Let's do it. You can't say that to anybody. It's, Not even yeah. when it's true, especially when it's true. You can't say it. <laughs> well, because now another pride's on the line. Like, who said I want to fuck you anyway? Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. God, this is a long saga. This is a long saga. This started about a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. There was a girl that I had matched with on Tinder. Mm. And because people are more cautious in this day and age, which makes a lot of sense. It, it's justified. Definitely justified. We had been texting for about two weeks, right? Mm. And about every three days or so, I would try to get her to come out and get drinks with me or go out and have lunch with me or go out and do something with me. And... She would always like say, ah, no, no, like, sorry, I'm busy this day. I'm busy that day. And eventually I was just like, okay, so what's going on? Because at this point I was getting tired of continuously texting her back and forth because that's just a waste of my time at, sure, after yeah. a certain point. And I don't want to seem like I'm very thirsty, but you and I texting continuously for a long period of time doesn't bode well for me being able to have sex with you when right. I see you. So it's worthless to me so i asked her like hey like are we actually ever gonna hang out or like what's like, up like what's going on because i don't it takes zero effort for me to text you but that's another day that i'm being essentially kept from having sex <laughs> but if i was good at it then it would i could text and then have sex and then continue texting somebody for like a month straight there and then go. go have sex with them and then never talk to them again there you go and so eventually she responds to me and she says, oh, look, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I met somebody and we're going to be taking this seriously and we don't want to, you know, jeopardize that. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. We don't want to see anybody else. We're going exclusive. So on and so forth. And I say, oh, well, that's a bummer. 
Like we were having a real good time. Like we, we were making each other laugh. Like we got along very well. Mm. We, it was it was very casual. We were very chit chatty. We would talk shit to each. other. It was a good time. Sure. I was I was a fan. I was a fan. Yeah. Fast forward like two weeks ago, on OK Cupid, they have a system which is basically like Tinder. You click like, and then somebody else will click like, and if it's a match. They notify you that you liked each other, mm-hmm. and that is supposed to signify to one another that, oh, hey. Maybe you should start talking. Exactly. And so she likes me, and I like her, and this is the strat for me on OkCupid. I just swipe right on everybody, just like on Tinder, just yep. like on Bumble, just like on Zeus or whatever Shoot else has shot. a fucking <laughs> swipe mechanic. I swipe right on everybody. So we match, and what do you know? It's the same girl. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Same girl from last year. So I send her a message, and she doesn't respond well to it. I mean, what did you say? (laughs) Well, no. I I just... She said she likes stand-up comedy, so I asked her. Essentially, I said, like, there's X stand-up comedy, which is good, and Y stand-up comedy, which is bad. The former being somebody like Hannibal Buress or Dave Mm -hmm. Chappelle or whoever else sure and the latter being dane cook or anybody else who does physical comedy yeah if, if your stuff isn't funny with voice alone i mm, yeah it's that's a tough sell for me yeah exactly because i want to listen to it there's i don't get anything out of sitting down and watching you perform stand-up while you do things like you're having a seizure or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. I would say the the one exception to that for me is Bo Burnham. Never been a fan. Okay. Well, I, but it's only really specific jokes for me and he doesn't, he doesn't even really rely on it that much. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you don't fuck with him, then they, that's, that's your opinion. Yeah. 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 That's, that's just how it goes. So yep. anyway, she says like, oh, I actually really like Dane Cook. And then I make a joke based on her liking Dane Cook. Okay. And she was just like, what the fuck did I just read? Somebody really doesn't like what you said. They just don't like it. Yeah. And there's no way to rebound it. And I said, well, either I had a seizure or you had a seizure. <laughs> and yeah, because this was, that's about like where the jokes we were making last year were. Uh-huh. And, uh, and she basically was just like radio silence. Or let me restate that. And she basically just went radio silent on me up until yesterday. Oh, man. So yesterday she adds me on Snapchat. Okay. By my phone number. So she still had your number. Yes. From last year. Huh. And I knew it was her because admittedly I still had her phone number sure. at the time when I installed Snapchat. Gotcha. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So around that time, I it's she's in my contacts on Snapchat right. essentially. And she comes up as her name and then Tinder. And I was just like, Oh shit. I was just talking to her last week. So I, I get on my phone and she, she's already added me mm-hmm. and I add her back and I send her a message explaining exactly what I just explained to you. Right. You all listening at home. And she was just like, Oh my God. And I was just like, what? I don't know if that's a positive yeah. or a negative. <laughs> and she was just like, that was a lot. And I was like, well, that still doesn't tell me if that was a positive or a negative. And she was just like, well, to be honest, I didn't think you remembered me. And I said, oh, well, that's fair. I didn't actually denote that I remembered you. I just made a really shitty joke. Yeah. And she was just like, 
oh wow wow and so we essentially resume talking having normal conversations sure and what do i do today i hit her up and i say do you want to get a drink tonight no she doesn't even fucking respond god damn it it's just like (laughs) dog oh god what are you doing god just why and the next thing that i'm gonna send her is like look we can't keep doing this because th- you specifically targeted me twice. Right. Right. First on first on Tinder. Kind of three times. Three times. Three times. I, she's got a lot of points on Snapchat. So presumably she's been using it for a while. Sure. So not only did you say yes on Tinder, you then again said yes on OkCupid. And now you've said yes on Snapchat. Do you just enjoy talking to me? Or what's what's going on here? I mean, even if she just enjoys talking with you, meeting with you doesn't necessarily mean that that has to stop. Like you can meet as friends. I mean, granted, I know that's not your only intention. <laughs> but I mean, if y'all are, are good company, yeah, then it can be platonic if it's like, oh, you know what? She was trash in bed anyway. So fuck out of here. Yeah. You know? It's fucking terrible. It's really fucking annoying. So you can't like I, I'm probably going to say something to her and then she's going to stop talking to me until again in like a year or so. Yeah. And I, I find this very annoying. I find this sort of exchange very annoying. And this is not uncommon. This oh, is, yeah, this no. is very common in dating. There's a girl that I've been trying to get to hang out. I'm, I've been in a relationship. I was trying this when she was still in a relationship. She recently is single and I was trying to get her to just go out to hang out because we were good friends after high school. We didn't really talk to each other in high school, but after that we like hit it off and there was a time where there was like some interest between us, but it never happened. That was it. But I can't get this girl to go out anywhere. Yep. I'm like, the fuck's the deal? (laughs) Yep. Yep. And with me, it's she'll say yes. Yo, let's do this. It's marked in my calendar. Oh, sorry, something came up. I fucking hate that so much. My girl, I'm not even trying to smash here. What's the problem? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I so basically, I I have a friend, female friend, who recently has been like working a lot and going to school and shit. Mm. She was just like, yeah, like at this stage in my life, a lot of my friends have fallen off the map Mm -hmm. and they don't really like, we don't talk as often as we used to. We certainly don't hang out or anything. And I was just like, Oh man, that's kind of sad. Like I'm a fan of yours. We're, we're friends. Like let's hang out. Let's do some stuff. We hung out approximately twice. Okay. And after the second time we hung out, she would say yes to things and then dead air me day of. I fucking hate it. Ain't that some shit? It's just like, dog, like, look, yes, there was a point in time when I did want to have sex with you, but we are far beyond that. We are far beyond that. And that, and look, if I'm, if I'm asking you like, yo, let's, 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 let's go out somewhere in public. Let's, let's go somewhere where people will see us. Yeah. That's not me trying to have sex with you. That's yeah. me trying to go somewhere with you. Let me let me take you out in broad daylight, girl. Broad daylight. Yeah, We're just going out as friends. Somewhere open, somewhere visible. I'm not trying to hold hands with you in public. I'm I'm too I'm far too embarrassed to be seen with you in public. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. As an adult, 
you should be able to say yes and no to things that you don't want to do. Yeah. That's how I've lived my life for a very long time. And recently it's definitely gotten me in trouble. But I mean, I would just just say yes or no. If you don't want to do something, just say fucking no. I don't it's, get what the problem is. Exactly. <laughs> It's it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. If you don't want to do something, don't it, like if you're wishy-washy, then I would know that as a friend. Right. If, if you're if you waffle a lot, then I just don't ask you to fucking hang out. Yeah. And this is this is the exact point that I've gotten to. Because legit, she said yes twice and then the following four times she said yes and then just bailed. That is some shit. The girl that I was talking about recently, the worst of it all to me, because I did stop inviting her to shit. I, I hit her up for something. I forget what, but it was like not me actually asking her to hang out. And then she does the, hey, we should hang out sometime. And I'm like, okay, here's my next opening. Let's go. Nah. I, that, <laughs> after a certain point, what I want to do to this person who's flaked on me a few times is just kind of call her out and be like, yo, you can't you can't tell me that you want to hang out and then never hang out. Yeah. Like the idea of this is why you don't have any friends anymore <laughs> because everybody's been hitting you up to hang out, but maybe you're the problem here. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, what it seems like to me. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it's a really shitty situation because I like her as a friend and it would be shitty if any of my friends were doing this. Yeah. But if it were, I guess if it were a male friend, I would immediately say something. I would immediately be like, yo, you can't you can't say that you want to hang out and then just disappear and just not say shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? But with a lady friend, apparently you can't say those types of things. Yeah. Talking to women is far more complicated than talking to men. Listeners at home can't hear how hard I'm rolling my eyes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Hopefully you did, though. God fucking damn it. I fucking hate that shit so much. Yep. Moving on, chat. Let's yes, let's move on. <laughs> We've got some questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash R slash real nerd hours. Oh, thank you, chat. Portuguese Charlie asks, You guys live in San Diego? Any Tijuana experiences? I have not been to TJ in some years. The last time I went was in two thousand five. I was fifteen years old. And that was the first time I got drunk, and I got quite drunk with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! No, I don't. I've never been to TJ as an adult. Yeah, not. A, I, that was the last time I've been. I'm sorry. As a, uh, last time I went was when I was like eight or nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. the The issue with TJ is so between the ages of like I want to say seventeen and twenty two. I didn't go because apparently it was very dangerous. Yeah, right around that time, it was bad. Yeah. So I just said, fuck it. And then as soon as I became an adult, I was just like, well, I want to go to TJ, but I live a little bit too far and it makes it inconvenient to get home. Yeah, you can't. I know there are some people who just do like day trips or like they'll leave san diego at like 6 p.m and return at four in the morning and like that's just their night yeah which i mean you can it's just 
that's a long drive to just go out drinking, man. Yeah, just to just to go out drinking and go to a few brothels or whatever. Yeah, go to a strip club where you can touch. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit too much for me. It's a little little bit too much effort. Yeah, and not to say that I don't want to go. It's just that there are places further south in Mexico that are far more worth going to. That was basically my next point. Was that yeah, Tijuana is pretty dirty. Like yeah, <laughs> it's it's not it's not a nice place. So like yeah, when you're you know seventeen, eighteen, it's it's fucking lit. You know, you're going out and you know. They don't fucking card you. So, yeah, the drinking age is 18. But if you're 16 and have some facial hair, you're good. Yep. I mean, hey, I was drinking with my parents at 15. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, after after a certain age, when you're already used to, to being able to go to bars and stuff, it doesn't have the same appeal. Definitely And you not. just look around. It's like, oh, this place is kind of. Yeah, border towns usually are kind of fucked. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's nothing against Mexico as a whole. It's nothing against the people of TJ. It's just the only people who really want to be here are kids who are too young to drink in the United States. Yeah. And assholes who litter and fuck up the city, throw up in the streets and shit. Yeah. It's just fucking gross. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to hit up Mexico to do a drunken weekend, but that's not going to be in TJ. That's going to be in like Puerto Vallarta. It's going to be in like Jalisco or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, there. If you drive like maybe forty-five minutes or so south, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Dark underscore 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 void. Wants that's, to that, know. that's the void right there. It's the, <laughs> the space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's actually pretty brilliant. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I got you. Got some levels to this. <laughs> There's levels to the shit player, tiramisu. <laughs> okay. uh, desert island. Blah blah blah. Three games you would take with you. I feel like Escape from Monkey Island or Monkey Island. I forget if that's the full title. I don't know. I haven't actually played the games yet. Any of the Monkey Island series would just be too fitting. So you got to bring one of them just for the irony. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the most realistic island survival game is. Sir, you are being hunted. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is, I'm going to bring that with me. Use it as my, my guide for, for actual life. And then either the most open-ended MMO or most technical fighting game. So I have something that I can actually just devote time to. That's fair. Yep. I would say Civ Five uh, with all the expansions. Okay. Yeah. Similar. <laughs> similar line of thinking there. Yeah. You can just do that infinitely. Yep. No problems ever. Mm, Sleeping Dogs. Cool. Cool. That's just a fun game. I really like the story. Hey. It's good. Shout out to Jackie. R.I.P. Jackie. And I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I don't. Mm, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 2? No. Ooh, <laughs> maybe maybe one of those hentai dating sims. Yeah. Something I'm going to beat off to. Yeah, um, get you some fat material, baby. Yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. Honey Pop. Hey. Thanks for the sex, homie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God I, I sometimes will just play that game just because i like the puzzle game to it are there are there any actual like real deal porno games or is it all mostly hentai not is it all mostly but is it mostly hentai i there's probably some like full motion video kind of stuff (laughs) from back in the early 2000s i mean there's probably still like recent stuff i'm guessing the games would be just terrible 
like where the game sucks or there's like no story to it or something when it's like oh play breakout but it reveals the picture of porn or you know some shit oh, like that you know yeah shit that's probably terrible yeah god i don't know you're just playing it for the gallery anyway yeah you really are you just crack open that file and fucking take all those pictures out got it <laughs> jeez that's what, that's what, that's how we got the thanks for the sex homie clip from yeah. Honey Pop. Yeah, God, that that game is fucking retarded. <laughs> Excuse me, it's fucking stupid. There you go. Rory wants to know when did you two stop erm um ah uh, m between your words? Is it all down to the podcast, or have you always been good with that talking shit? I've always been a pretty decent public speaker, except that that's more rehearsed. So it's like, you know what you're going to say. This is a very off the cuff podcast. If you hadn't gathered thus far, (laughs) (laughs) but really it was Denzel just, just on both of our asses about, yo, stop that shit. I mean, we still slip every once in a while, of course, but yeah, just comes down to practice. And also in some circumstances I do edit it out. Right. If it interrupts the flow of a story, and it's mostly when I do it because Chet's Chet's a lot better at it than I am. A lot of the time, what ends up happening is instead of saying, um, er, whatever, sometimes there will be filler words in there such as, and, or right. basically yeah, things like that. So they're just disguised better than just saying, oh, it's a pretty good habit to get rid of because you can trick people in conventional conversations into thinking that you have coherent thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of just dropping, oh, you can just be like, oh, basically. Yeah, yeah. If you just replace your filler words or even just leave a little silence. Yeah, yeah. People will definitely think that you know what you're talking about a little bit more than just having those uh, moments yeah and it's really just a matter of just being aware of it because hey that was one of my filler words right there (laughs) (laughs) just being aware of what you're saying helps a lot yeah it just takes practice thinking thinking before you speak also helps (laughs) (laughs) when they used to say it to me as a kid i never knew what they meant now it finally all makes sense it's full circle baby (laughs) Sofa Man says, my place of work, a university which I graduated from, sent out an email this week saying they're going to prevent all email forwarding in a few weeks. They're saying it's security concerns. Is this bullshit? Because it seems like bullshit. I have a work email and a former student email that can be separate. Is there any reason to inconvenience the students this much? I wouldn't want to come into college and try to balance three different email accounts. Two, is this commonplace? Is this recommended? Three, is there any way I can get around it? So to answer the question, the first question, is it bullshit? Well, no, not really. (laughs) There are security concerns involved with this, but it's not necessarily like somebody's going to hack your email. It's just that people who shouldn't be receiving emails anymore who are still receiving them probably should be cut off at a certain point and having so many different email accounts in school like let's say in a school there's 20,000 people like realistically if you have a team of 10 people there's no way you're going to manage that yeah as soon as people leave too it's like 
there's a, you just put your hands up and you say, well, the cards, let them drop where they land. Yeah. Or let them stay where they land or whatever the fuck the phrase is. <laughs> and <clears throat> basically, you have a few options, right? Either you hire somebody to solely go through each and every email, checking when students are actually finished with college, when they're taking a break from college, or when they've dropped out completely, delete the email entirely or leave it intact as is or you prevent forwarding so people can't continue to receive emails that they shouldn't receive Mm -hmm. and that's that's really the only security concern that i can think of it's probably to reduce the amount of people who are taking advantage of the benefits of having a student email address versus just a normal email address right but you know it's hard to tell yeah, that, that that just sounds annoying. the The second question is: is it is this commonplace? I don't like. Kind of, I guess it's yeah, somewhat. If you have that many emails, I prevent forwarding for some addresses in the office because we don't want people to email clients from their personal email addresses. We need it to be uniform or whatever. Sure. So no, you can't have this email forwarded to your personal account because we don't want pussy slayer 69 accidentally emailing one of our clients yeah so that's that's probably that could be another reason so it would i'm assuming that's done something through like blocking forwarding to different domains no there's just a setting like if they're using exchange Mm. or google apps domain or apps admin or whatever then you can basically say no forwarding allowed throughout every email address in one fell swoop easy yeah it's pretty pretty great stuff all right oh another thing the email addresses are probably created in an automated fashion yeah so finding what belongs to who would probably be fucking difficult yeah no yeah uh let's see and is there any way that you can get around it i mean kind of if you add all of your email addresses to the same client and have all of your emails dump into the same inbox folder you can prevent it or get around it like that but i mean you're still essentially having the same problem if you click reply to one and you reply to the if you reply to the right person with the wrong email address then you'll have more of an issue Mm -hmm. but no i mean if they turn it off on the domain as a whole then there's no way for you to defeat the process I don't really care about emails. When I was a student, I never fucking used my student email address. I gave my all of my teachers, all of my clients, everything went to my personal email address. So I just used that and that was fine. But mine was also pretty professional. And the student emails we were giving were pretty bare bones. So I don't think anyone really liked to use those. No, nobody does. Yeah. I mean, unless if you... Are like I had mentioned earlier, using a specific service that requires you to have a student email address. Yeah, that was the one benefit of having that was, oh, I got a student discount because I signed up using my EDU. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And most of the time, those emails are stupid anyway. So it's like C-H-E-B-R-6-6-3-4-5 at whatever school. Yeah, it's dumb. So Dr. Conrad Werner asks... Hey guys, really love the show. Never thought I'd find any podcasts I like, but between you guys, The Dick Show, and Science Friction, I don't know where to find the time to listen to it all. That's a lie I make the fucking time. I got a question though. 
I watch a lot of anime, and I mean a lot. Way more than the majority of anime fans I know, at least. I'm about to hit 500 completed series on my anime list. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot, Yo, man. <laughs> I think may- maybe I've watched... No, there's there's no way that I've forced myself to sit through 500 anime. I can definitely say I've hit over 100, but I can't confidently say I'm even over 200. Jeez. Yeah. I'm, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a pretty big Gundam fan. Now, I don't think anime is for everyone, especially considering a majority of it is garbage. Oh, boy, do I love me some garbage. <laughs> but can, but giant robots are something I think all men can get behind. I've heard Denzel talk about watching Iron-Blooded Orphans on TDS, and I've heard Chet talked about Gundam Wing this last episode, but have you guys seen any of the good Gundam shows? I'm not trying to shit talk, and I love me some Gundam Wing. It's entertaining garbage. But Iron-Blooded Orphans' first season, haven't seen the second, was such a disappointment compared to some of the better entries in the franchise considering how much potential its concept and production staff had. So, the crux of the question is, have you watched any good Gundam series? I probably haven't watched any of the ones that are considered good. I've <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen Gundam Seed, that one is... Uh... That one's considered good. Gundam Seed. I haven't. So the ones I have uh, seen are... Gundam Double O? Yeah, yes. Okay, so I've watched Wing, G, Double O, and most of the first season of Iron-Blooded Orphans. And I kind of agree. I feel like it's getting a lot of hype where it's not... I don't know. It's just really not catching me. I kind of like that it's not just following a bunch of Gundam pilots like a lot of the other series do. But I also wish there was a little bit more Gundam to it and less just Orga being a captain and Mikazuki being a pilot. Like, these are the only two characters that are really doing much. And I want there to at least be another Gundam pilot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a team. Right. Rather than just, like, one special guy. One special middle schooler. Yeah. Like, I, I dig that Orga is more of a strategist than just a, a pilot. But at least use some of the other guys as a Gundam team. Yeah. Because right now, it's really just Orga calls the shots. Mikazuki does all the killing. And, yeah, the other guys do some stuff. But it's like their machines are weaker. They just don't have the same potential as as this other guy. Side note to this before I answer the question. There was a Japanese manga writing competition that outlawed two things in Uh its books. One was person being trapped in a fantasy land. (laughs) There's plenty of those. And the second was having middle school protagonists. Hell yeah. This is a good (laughs) contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't say high high school though. Well, sure. But But, I feel like this middle school, it really bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, high school, senior year, like some of those girls are eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're kind of a real person by the time you're a high school senior. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of. <laughs> so as for me, let me let me name off all the Gundam series that I've seen. I've seen Mobile Suit Gundam, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, Shars Counterattack. SD Gundam. Granted, that was kind of a mistake on my part. I shouldn't have been watching that <laughs> much Gundam. On Tsunami. Yeah, it did. It did. I watched a lot of it. I saw War in the Pocket. I saw F91, which is better than I thought it would be. I don't it was think I've hard even to heard find. of that one. 
it was uh it takes place in year 91 of the uc calendar oh, or whatever, yeah, okay. the universal century i've seen stardust memory i've seen victory gundam i've seen g gundam i've seen gundam wing eighth ms team turn no i didn't watch turn a gundam because it was stupid looking uh, <laughs> it's got a fucking mustache on it yeah that was so fucking stupid <laughs> i've seen seed i've seen igloo i've seen seed destiny I've seen Apocalypse 0079, which is Igloo. This was a lot of pirating. This was a yeah, lot of fucking so. pirating. I've seen Unicorn. I've seen Age, or part of Age anyway. Gundam Build Fighters. G Reconquista in G. What? I've seen iron-blooded orphans thunderbolt thunderbolts is actually really fucking good mm-hmm. just it's about a small battle that takes place oh okay it's really interesting and those are all the ones that i've seen so yeah you've seen a few yeah i've seen a shitload there was a point in time when i was obsessed with the uc universe mm. and then recently it's just kind of like eh, it's whatever yeah. it's whatever after having seen the gundam that was in uh, Odaiba on the second to last day that it was up, by the way, they recently took it down. That made me want to go watch Mobile Suit Gundam. It doesn't hold up well. Yeah, this, but the scene that it's referencing when they took it down, like that was so cool. I kind of just want to go and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, spoilers from the 80s. <laughs> in Mobile Suit Gundam, the Gundam is getting destroyed and so it loses an arm and like it's shin down and when they took down this giant gundam statue they removed that arm and that shin first as a reference to that scene because it's like oh this is the last stand of the gundam oh that's pretty cool isn't it <laughs> yeah so one of the things that i like about gundam in itself is just I mean, they're not all of the series are like this, but a good portion of them aren't all explaining and shit. Yeah. So it, they don't they don't hold your hand throughout the entire show, which is great, mm-hmm. and it makes them very easily watchable. That plays against it in something like Endless Waltz. Oh and yeah, where they're not explaining anything. You don't know why these guys are in Boy Scout uniforms <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that. But they're also not telling you everything that's happening in the fucking fight. Right? Yeah. I just never got into it as a kid because it was so political, and it was pretty slowly paced. Like most of the series are, are fairly slowly paced. And I just could not get behind that. I was only really into like Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> Talk about slowly paced Dragon Ball Z. I know. Okay. Yeah. That's be- slowly paced, but it's slowly paced fighting. Yeah. Now, that's slowly true. paced story. <laughs> yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho is very good. Yeah. Still holds up. Definitely, I still fuck yeah. with it. There's uh, the politics and shit in Gundam are fucking annoying because Some it's always it, the same shit. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, like in its own. But because there's so many series, it's like, oh, government's evil. Here's a small band of rebels. Let's do this. Oh, there's also this other government entity that's helping out the rebels. Yeah. Just about every time. Yep. Same shit. Basically retold with different Gundams. The Gundam designs are fucking cool, though. Yes. 
That's what I fuck with the mostest. Yeah. I want to watch Build Fighters because I enjoy building the models. I, I wasn't. I mean, it was just kids. It's okay. kids. Yeah. It's more kids. Well, I ended up randomly buying one in Japan because I had like a little bit of money left over and I was in the airport. So I'm like, uh, your Gundam looks cool. And it was one of the ones from Build Fighters. It ended up being a brown dude. So I'm like, oh, hey, I chose correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Build Fighters, I believe it, the concept is like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the or Beyblade or whatever. Yeah. It's fucking kids, man. I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it. Gotcha. And basically everything that I listed, I've seen all of. Mm. With the exception of Age and SD and Build Fighters. Okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Rip says, thanks for the keyboard recommendations. I got drunk and fixed some of the problems mine was having, but it's still not the greatest. If you guys like RLM, you should check out Your Movie Sucks. This man's stuff is great, especially in-depth reviews of why a movie sucks. Great episode. I'm not a wrestling guy. So I'm just going to comment to say that I don't fuck with Crunchyroll after hearing how they fuck up their video quality. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I looked into this. I wasn't aware of this, but basically on their premium service, they offer 1080p, which is only available if you pay for it. And there were some comparisons made of like a before and after of how it used to be and how it is now. And they effectively cut the bitrate in half so you have all these really shitty gradients and like the the colors are just real crunchy and just not good so i guess that's why they call it crunchy roll because their video quality is crunchy <laughs> as fuck <laughs> yeah on top of on top of laying off a bunch of people oh did they yeah yep. this was a month or two ago okay that's around the same time then yep yep <laughs> they laid off a bunch of these people and damn were people pissed. I think I it was part it. of like out of their quality assurance department or something like that. Mm. Something. It was crazy. It was um, nobody really saw it coming either because presumably all streaming services make a shitload of money. Yeah, they just hit like a million be, subscribers or something. And they charge how much a month? Ten dollars? Something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if that's enough to like pay for the infrastructure and all the uh yeah, Salary, hosting bro. video, hosting video is expensive, but I also know that they have like some licensing rights stuff. So like a lot of their stuff is exclusive. I can't imagine they're losing money. Yeah, fair enough. Somebody probably wanted to line their pockets. Yeah. Fucking assholes. So here's a, a question that was emailed to us by Ryan S. Just wondered if you guys believed in ghosts or other aspects of the paranormal. Have you had any experiences that influenced your opinion on either side of the argument? Growing up between Gettysburg and, and Antietam, ghost stories are extremely prevalent in my area. Obviously, people die everywhere, but being on the other side of the country, I wanted to get your take. And a belated ha happy birthday shout out to me. And I did get more of them sweet nudes. I don't want to hear about them. You I don't know, have to, you don't have to hear about that. I, uh, I know this young woman. I don't want to tarnish her image in my mind by thinking of somebody actually willing to send you nudes. Oh, oh, don't <laughs> worry. It wasn't young women. <laughs> young woman. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. Paranormal. I'm very superstitious for no reason. I'm afraid of ghosts. I'm a big chicken. All right. And All that's, right. I'm, I'm a huge pussy. So, <laughs> I mean, 
they'll know I'm not scared of man, but I'm scared of ghosts. Yeah, that's fair. You can't you can't cut them. Yep. Yeah. Can't cut them with shit. I can't wrestle one. No. Can't strangle it. The fuck, you gonna do? Yeah. I. I am not a paranormal person at all, except well, okay. So when it comes to like ghosts, spirits, things being haunted, I'd have no interest in it and at all. Like almost to the point of me sort of being like I don't fuck with it, you know? So like I don't believe in ghosts, but if someone said, Hey, buy this haunted item, I'm not going to do it because I don't want it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it, it's my dad is kind of the same way, so I would say he's like a more extreme version of it. He's more like superstitious about it. So like I got a birthday present from a friend when I was in high school and it was like voodoo Dan's beginner voodoo kit (laughs) with some shit like that. It was dumb. And he saw this in my room and he's like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm throwing this away <laughs> in the neighbor's trash can. <laughs> you keep that shit away. <laughs> That's the type of person I am. I can't tell you why. I don't know why or how this ended up happening, but that's me. I, yeah. I mean, I would never buy a Ouija board or like have one in my house. Not because like I actually believe in it, but you know what? Not dealing with it. I don't know what to believe. Yeah. I don't. It's like you know what? I couldn't if, tell you if there is a chance of demons. Not fucking with it. Yeah, no. but I also have zero interest in fucking with it. Partially out of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have my back broken in half by a fucking demon. There you go. Okay. So our last question comes in from Obasu on the email. From the email. All right. If you guys haven't already talked about your time at the Fidget Spinner Expo fan, <laughs> tell us about some parties or maybe wild secondhand stories you heard about that weekend. Oh, I do have one that I did not bring up. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll get to the rest of the question after the story. Okay. I will refrain from giving names or place of employment. This is a story I heard secondhand. I was not here, but there are multiple accounts and there are photos that I have seen. So this is confirmed true. There's a guy we go to conventions with who he parties, but he usually likes to do his own thing. Like he gets, when he gets a hotel room, he gets it totally by himself. Like he doesn't want to deal with nobody. Not no one's fucking with his stuff. Like he's just, you know, kind of to himself, but he will occasionally host some parties. Now, I don't know exactly what the lead up to this was, but there were a shitload of pancakes made and a bunch of alcohol. And then that turned into a pancake themed photo shoot in a bathtub with mostly nude women that became nude women. So basically there was a, 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 bathtub photo shoot where people were censored using pancakes and they were like dumping maple syrup on them and shit and that then led to an orgy (laughs) fuck alright who was this really no I could have been there I could have been there I could have been there that could have been me that could have been me 
fuck. <laughs> damn, the one year I decide not to fucking go. Damn, I didn't know that. Like we're Dude, me, I met I didn't get a text. I didn't get a yo come through. Like, I don't think I would have participated, but god damn, that sounds lit. Yeah, yep. I mean, like, we he and I aren't super tight, but I know his government name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so every time I see him, I just shout out his government name. Oh my god. And he gets real upset about That's it. That's funny. Uh, the follow-up to Obasu's question was, I also want to hear what you guys have to say about the Phoenix Comic-Con drama that went down if you heard about it. Link below if you want to skim through on what happened. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just give a quick TLDR. Basically, at Phoenix Comic Con, there was a girl who was receiving some text from this guy while she's at work. She was going to be at the con later. And I forget exactly what it was that he wanted out of her. But then he started threatening people at the con, just basically like, yo, I'm going to shoot some shit up. And he starts posting, sending her pictures of like guns and knives and shit. So she calls the cops, they raid his ass, and haul his ass away. Apparently, he went in to try to assassinate Tommy Oliver. Yeah. Yeah, that's the original Green Ranger. What's his name? Jason. Jason David David Frank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Crazy shit. That is wild. Also, Obasu, if you you have any stories, send them in. Next convention we go to, uh, assuming it's ALA. Well, no, AX for me. Oh, I'm not going to AX. And then Evo. And then, oh, I'll be at Evo, but there aren't enough women there to make an orgy happen. The ratio is getting... I know, yeah. Single women. The ratio is getting better. Like, even single women, which is, hey, grats to you, FGC. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll be looking for some single ladies, and I'll be looking to get an orgy popping off. All right. In a hotel room that's not mine. I'll send them your way. Well, no, no orgies because it's going to smell. Yeah, yeah, it is. Dog, okay, one thing that's completely understated by every source of media is how bad a room smells after sex. And could you imagine how bad it would smell after an orgy? Oh, well, fuck it. We'll talk about it some other time. Uh, <laughs> all right, Obasu, if you have any stories, send them in because she's Obasu typically has really fucking good stories. Yeah, she hangs with a wild crowd. Yeah, she does. We all do. Yeah, she does. Mm. I mean, I guess my thoughts are it's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's real crazy shit. I'm glad that girl called the cops, though. Yeah. I know a lot of people who would have just been like, oh, he doesn't mean it. And not fuck that. I mean, for one, he sounded like a really weird guy in the first place. So if you have an excuse to call the cops on someone that's that creepy and weird and bugging you. Yeah. Yeah. Take that shot. (laughs) Yeah. If you look, here's some life advice for that ass. If anybody ever threatens somebody else and they give you photo evidence, just call the cops. Just do it. Don't ever, don't ever hesitate. Don't hit the hezzy because they're a friend of yours. If they're like, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out and they have a picture of a gun or a mag with some bullets in it. Yeah. Nah. Then you call the cops. Yeah. Just don't, don't take the chance. Just say, fuck it. Just call the cops. Yep. It's one of the few times they don't say, fuck the police. Yeah. Because, I mean, last thing you would want is a fucking convention getting shot up or something yeah, happening dude. at a fucking convention. Oh, man, that would be so bad for the community. And Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. Every convention would be reeling. Yeah. I mean, already some conventions have been tightening up their security on, like, prop weapons and stuff. Yeah. I mean... I don't cosplay. I don't give a fuck about that. I, n- I never use prop guns. I don't really... Yeah, I mean, yeah I don't... It sucks for cosplayers, 
Only if you take it really seriously, though, because yeah. if you have the orange tip, you have a lot more lenience on that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it makes your costume look worse, but tough. You're at a Fuck convention. It. Come on, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's basically Halloween, but with booze. Yeah, which is Shit. also Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Obasu, if you have any stories, send them to us. You've always got you've always got good stories. Yeah. Goddamn. All right, voicemail. My man's Denzel. It's Coach Cake. All right, so I got a tip for you. What you got to do, since since you're living in uh, basically the fucking best coast in the world, there's a reason they call the West Coast the best coast, you know? There ain't no basically um, to it. You're living right <laughs> off this basically um, pussy magnet hobby. Um, Yo-yoing. called scuba diving. Oh. If you, if you want to look like the... Black Jack Cousteau, or Jacques Cousteau, bro. You're gonna get you can get that poon much quicker than much quicker than you would think. Just you know, strap on strap on some fucking compressed air and some giant metal uh, knot bombs, and fucking go <laughs> go fuck around with some sharks, mate. That's up my dude. That's an interesting suggestion. Yeah, thanks Thanks for the call. Another thing that I have uh, an irrational fear of is the, the ocean. Oh, well. If I can't see through the water, I don't want to fuck with it. You can and, see pretty well when you're scuba diving. But not, I mean, like, on the surface. Like, if oh, I can't yeah. look down on the surface. The, I only fuck with the ocean when I can see what's coming. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. One time I went to the beach when I was a younger teenager. I was standing in the water up to my waist maybe up to like a little bit above my belly button mm-hmm. and I see a wave coming and I see something coasting along the wave. Mm. And what is it? It's a fucking tiger shark. Oh, about four feet long. Okay. I don't know how, how much it was distorted by the fucking wave. Sure. But I see this shit and like, basically we're on a collision course, yeah. right? So it, I presumably it would speed up and go past me if it saw me. But I was just like, yo, this thing could still take a bite out of me. Yeah. And no matter what people tell you, yeah, tiger sharks don't necessarily attack people, but they will. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah. That thing would fuck me up. So I just picked up hiked up my shorts and sprinted out of the water i was just like god <laughs> fuck this nah, and that was on a happening. day where it was super crystal clear which is rare right. in southern california yeah the water down here is murky. not the clearest it's super murky i don't fuck with it and also i'd have to learn how to swim really well yeah my father's actually a he i don't think he's certified instructor anymore but he's a diver professionally oh really yeah oh that's badass yeah I'll ask him how much uh, how much pussy slain. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta go down to a country like in the West Indies yeah. or the Caribbean or go out to Hawaii yeah and be like the exotic guy mm-hmm. in those areas for like foreigners to come and say or you could go to Spain Spain I was I spent a summer in Ibiza yes I did some pills in Ibiza <laughs> I. Yeah, go out to some location, become a diving instructor in some cool part of the world. Oh, yeah, they need fucking hot moms all day. Oh, yeah. And then be pounding the beach. Yeah, man. <laughs> Laying the sand with Raul. 
Yo, Denzel, this is Dirty D once again, a.k.a. Dr. Dirty D, a.k.a. D-Cubed, a.k.a. Dark Dude in Detroit. And I was just listening to the podcast. You know, you guys gave some good points. Shout out for the Kaiju reference. You should watch Akagi. It's pretty much the same dude. You get the same type of drama, gambling drama, Zawa, Zawa. Zawa, Zawa. (laughs) And, you know, I was just thinking, you're a pretty good guy, Slow Food Advice. How do you stop Serious XM from calling you from all hours of the day. Like, I don't want to get their damn service. I keep telling them I don't want their service. How do you make them stop? All right. Thanks a lot, man. Can't wait till the next episode. Legally speaking, if you tell them to put them put you on a... Do not call. Yeah. They have to abide by it. And if they don't, then they they get in trouble. They they get get fined. fucked. Yeah. And that, and you can block phone numbers on your cell phone. But the problem with that is if they're using like a phone number array, then they can just kind of call you from whatever numbers they have available. That's one thing I've run into. I get a lot of calls from the Red Cross because I donate blood every once in a while. And they're really good about if I tell them, yo, I'm going to be busy for like the next six months. They just don't call for the next six months, but I don't mind the reminders, but I have like three of their numbers listed as red cross, but they got like 12. (laughs) (laughs) So I never know who to avoid. Yeah. Fair enough. Dr. D as a side note, your other voicemail was super wrecked. That was doctor distorted. Yeah. Yep. That must be what the D stands for. Because that was fucked. Uh, If you want to call in and leave it again, we'll play it next week. Hey, guys. It's Trevor Slattery. So I'm not really into rap, but the soundtrack to the games Mad World and Anarchy Reigns are sick as fuck. So my question is, do you guys have any, like, favorite uh, original soundtracks that were developed specifically for a movie or a game or something like that? around a movie or a game I mean yeah I guess so basically most of Studio Ghibli's original music is fucking flames yes it is it's fucking good I mean there's there are some fantastic soundtracks out there Mad World being one of them Mad World actually has a very good soundtrack even though the game was really weirdly executed yeah people like jet sets a lot jet set also has a good one a lot of those compilation sort of soundtracks where it's like tony hawk's pro skater some Mm -hmm. of like the the wcw kind of games Mm -hmm. those often have kind of hit or miss soundtracks like the wrestling ones the wrestling ones are just a little bit too white trashy for me (laughs) (laughs) side note i got a copy of uh, Smackdown versus Raw for free randomly and we're like okay whatever we're not my brother and I are not into wrestling at all and this was when I was like 15 and we randomly just popped it in because like fuck it free game and we ended up having a blast with that game the game was fun as fuck but the soundtrack was like a lot of Power Man 5000 <laughs> and shit like that I honestly in video games I turn off the music oh well because I'll either play my own or I just either either that or I have the game on mute depending on what I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Like a game called Absolute Drift, which is an indie game about drifting. Mm. I just turn off the sound in that because I don't want to hear fucking tire screeching and the music in the game, frankly, kind of sucks. Happens. But, yeah. 
I I like a lot of soundtracks. I think for recent soundtracks, I think my favorite is Mario Kart 8, which was like Mario Kart games have always had good soundtracks, but that one is exceptional. If you haven't heard it, it's pretty much like all jazz, but it's like live instruments and it's, you know, some some arranged old tr- songs from previous Mario Kart games. Some original stuff. That one's really good. All right. But all if right. you're looking for stuff like Mad World, I would all I would just say No More Heroes also has a really good soundtrack in kind of a similar vein. That's legit. All right. Before we close out the episode today, I want to give a shout out to all of our patrons on Patreon. Out this here is, doing the most. Yes, doing the most, supporting the show. We appreciate you. Jarrell B., Jason LF, Adrian T., Gigawarp, Rory, Brady R., Mr. Tooth, Francisco H., Goose, Smitty, Max T., Brian R., Joseph C., The Doll S., Pickle F., John O., Joshua H., Ty, Decency, Joey F., oh, Michael. It's decency. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. I got you. I got you. Joey F., Michael V., Saul G, Charles K, Schmode, Danny P, Lee, somebody who's named Dad, but it's neither of our fathers, <laughs> Patrick M, and of course, Chet Brown. Hell yeah. Number one. <laughs> Number one. Number one in the hoodie. Thank you, everybody, for your support on Patreon, and thank you for listening to the show. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash realnerdhours. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You can find us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash realnerdhours. You can follow the show on Twitter at xrealnerdhours. You can follow me on Twitter at thatdenzel. You can follow Chad on Twitter at bushidobrownsd. Excellent. You can now visit the website if you really want to. There's not really anything there. RealNerdHours.com. You can find the show. Of course, you're already listening to it, so hey. this information not be might not be great for you. But in the event that you didn't know, you can download the MP3s from SoundCloud.com as well as your choice of MP3 or your choice of podcast player, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and so many others. If you... Yeah, no, that's it. No, no, no more of that. No more. <laughs> that's a lot of plugging. A lot of plugging. So just as a reminder, maybe this is maybe this is gonna be the name of it, the cringe cup. Ooh. That is, a, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, name. I like the alliteration right there. Yeah. The cringe cup. Although calling it a cup after virtual pros did a cup is <laughs> yeah. real, like we're we're already stealing the idea, but like calling it a cup as well. Blatant thievery out here. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I hope they don't mind. Mike, Al, I hope you guys don't mind. Touche. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to submit things for the cringe cup, uh, you know what? Hashtag it cringe cup. Oh, yeah. And uh, if that's if you decide to send it to us on Twitter. Sure. Otherwise, we'd prefer if you did it on either the Facebook group or on the subreddit. subreddit. Yes. All right. Perfect. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next Thursday. Bye. I just stole that right out from you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>